And we're back with another episode for the Ball Game Podcast. As I promised, there's going to be guests, and we have guests. We got Ziad and Wasim. What's up, guys? What's good? What's up? All right, Ahmed, you ready for this episode? Oh, uh, been born ready. Let's get it on. All right. Can I say who's my favorite player and my favorite team? Not now. Oh, my God. Okay. In a bit. Got to keep okay. it a surprise. All right. Okay. Let's do it. <clears throat> All right, just to start us off, I want to hear what your guys' favorite team is and pl- favorite players. Well, what's team here? Uh, my favorite team is the Lakers, obviously. But nice. then, and of course, we have to be Kobe fans. Maybe after this season, we'll become LeBron fans. Nah, if for do, sure. If LeBron. he delivers a title? Maybe in the second year. I, I doubt anything will happen this year other than being in the playoffs. Do you, do you guys think they'll, they'll be in the playoffs? I think so. Okay. Eight seed or like four seed? I would, I would say around sixth. Okay. I think that's where it will be. I, th- I think you guys will be lucky if you get six. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, third seed coming in hot. Watch. Okay. All right. Zia, what about hey you? Guys, can I say my team? Okay. Uh, my team is Raptors, and my favorite player is Stephen Curry, of course. The guy that has changed the game completely, but we'll talk about that Interesting. Later. So you're a Raptors fan, but you're a Curry fan primarily. This doesn't make sense. It shouldn't make sense. Okay, I feel like I, I don't watch basketball that much. When you, when you shoot, do you, do you yell out Curry? Do you, do you do that? I can't shoot. <laughs> I'm trash. It's all good, man. It's it's the mentality that counts, right? Kobe. The Kobe, he, he's a Kobe Curry mentality. When it comes to playoffs. Oh, okay. Okay. Do so trash. And what about you, Ahmed? You've n- we've never told them who our favorite teams are. I, I I think my uh, favorite team would be the Toronto Raptors, and my favorite player of all time is Kawhi Leonard. It's very simple. Really, of all time, you're of, fav- of of all time, Ka- Kawhi Kawhi's team. Kawhi, Kawhi's daddy, that's it. That's how it goes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. My favorite team is the Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> Relax. Almost puked. And my, my favorite mind. player is LeBron James <laughs> from Ohio, Akron, St. Mary, St. Joseph uh, School, whatever he went to. This is my man, right? He's the best player. Uh, the LeBron stand. Is LeBron uh, the best player in history? He's the best overall player, but no, he, no, no, he doesn't no, no, have no, the best no, no, legacy. No. Is he the best player in history? He, he is the best overall player, but he doesn't have the best legacy. Uh, would, would, you, would you take LeBron or Shaq first if you got the chance? LeBron. Are Le- you whack? LeBron or Michael Jordan? LeBron. Three so you think LeBron's better? As a player, yeah, but legacy-wise, Jordan has like... Okay, man, it's too hot. It's too hot. Vlog's <laughs> <laughs> hot, man. We sweaty. We sweaty. <laughs> chill, 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 chill. I got you. I got you. Uh, so for this week, we, there's a lot of things that happened, and I just wanted to start us off with Derrick Rose hitting 50 points. What like such a redemption story? And if you're an NBA fan, you have to be emotional. What do you guys think of that performance? Man, you gotta love it for Derrick Rose. That guy been through hell and back, um, all the injuries, starting off in 2011 with the Chicago Bulls. I still remember watching that that uh, that series. I think it was against Philly too, right? Um, man. ACL tear and then injury after injury after injury, and he hasn't been able been able to be consistent or get enough game time. And it's crazy for a guy that just came out and said he wanted to be the sixth man of the year. He out here balling like a like a starter, like an MVP. Back prime days, Rose. Oh man, that was a great sight to see. Hashtag Nabil. Shout out hashtag Nabil real quick. My boy, he wanted so why it. Why you gotta give shout outs? Right no, now. he wanted it. I got it. But come on, boy, I got you, Nabil. Don't All worry. Right. I don't think it's just for basketball. I think for sports, it shows uh, like what these, like in the end of the day, the humans and people too. And when they go through such tough times, uh, we see great 
people, not just great athletes, uh, go through such tough times and come out of it. But hopefully he keeps it consistent. Hopefully he still does great and doesn't get another injury this season. But do you think this level of play is maintainable for the rest of the season? Of course he's not going to For drop, Derek Rose? I don't think he's going to drop 50 points, 40 points every game or something like that. Well, I, I don't think so. Are, are we gonna okay, see, okay, hold on. Are we going to see Obviously a high not, level yeah. of play? Like, well, he's averaging 18 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists. That's maintainable. Yeah. It depends on if Butler leaves or not. Like, he can fit. Uh, he's a team player right now, which I think, like, not too much workload on him will help him. But we'll see how it goes for the season. Mo- the only, the only most worrying part right now is Tom Thibodeau loves playing his players like forty minutes a game, so that's that's the main worrying sign for I, if if for Derrick Rose, if, like Derrick Rose, if you're playing for Tibbs, bro, you know you need him some rest time. Like if if he plays him above like twenty five minutes, like he's stupid. Like this guy like has a like a glass cannon basically, right? He has so many injuries in his past, and if you just play overplay him, you know he's bound to get injured. So I think they got to be really careful with his minute restrictions and where they go from here. Most importantly, though, this uh, Derrick Rose performance, I think, kind of gave this team a little bit of energy. You know, they've been feeling down and all these rumors and all this back talk. It's just like a negative atmosphere for the Wolves since the beginning of the season because of the whole Butler, Carl Anthony Towns, Andrew Wiggins thing. But you saw how the team rallied behind Derrick Rose's performance, and they all hugged him. They gave him the game ball. Do you think this will translate to more Timberwolves wins, or like, is it just going to be like, you know, like still salt in the locker room? Regardless of the situation, I think they still need Jimmy Butler to win. Um, and that's that's going to be the main thing. If they're going to have, if they're trying to replace Jimmy Butler, they're going to have to replace him with an All Star. Uh, when you lose out on Jimmy Butler, you lose out on a lot, right? So it's a guy that's it's a lockdown defender. He's willing to play 40 minutes every game, and he's a guy that will take the big shots, will drain the big shots, defend the best players. Man, they'll lose a lot if they trade Jimmy Butler. I think the best-case scenario for the Wolves right now this season, somehow, way, try to figure it out. So, Wasim, you mentioned that Derrick Rose is averaging 18.1 points or something like that, and he's declared that he wants to win six men. Having, like, if he wins six men, do you think that will... Of course, he'll add on to his legacy, but do you think that will push him enough to like kind of guarantee him into like the Hall of Fame, perhaps? Because he's already won an MVP and he's already like put up great stats over seasons. The but, youngest MVP. Yeah. Fun fact: There's never been an MVP that wasn't in Hall of Fame. There wasn't. Never. Well, there. Like, do you think so, he's gonna be Hall of Fame then? I think he will be a Hall of Famer, especially if he wins six men this year, right? And he continues this kind of like. These kind of numbers, right? The thing about the NBA, the NBA actually has the easiest Hall of Fame entry, apparently. Yeah, yeah, it does. Like, the entry is just, like, ridiculously easy. But I think, at the end of the day, a successful season for D-Rose is stay away from injuries, big injuries, and just put up, like, decent points. Yeah. He needs to not get injured. That's the most important thing. Yeah. Six months or not, he needs to not get injured. That's, like, the main thing. For sure. I think, moving on from the Derrick Rose conversation, um... We've seen that the Lakers team has, you know, performed well in the first, let's say, 44 minutes of the game. And then something happens in the last four minutes where they collapse. They're like, they're no longer playing that intense defense that they're playing in the first three quarters. And like, it's just something is missing. We're seeing as a Lakers fan, what do you think that thing is missing? Is it a player? Is it a coaching strategy? Is it chemistry? What's going on? I think it's both, like on the players and the coaching staff. I don't know if it's because of like their stamina. You know how high, uh, fast-paced they play. 
So it could be them getting tired at the end, losing their men on defense and whatnot. I feel like the players should be accountable because it's, yeah, LeBron is struggling to close, but like the players have to help him as well. Yeah. Like, like last game, he uh, obviously Luke uh, Walton uh, told like he wanted to see if Ingram can close, Kuzma can close. So LeBron was kind of on the edge of of not closing. Obviously, he got it at the end. Yeah. Because the game got tied. Right. right. Something yeah. had to be done. Yeah. But like when they lost, they keep losing. But like they stay in the game. It's just, but they keep being on the wrong end of it. Obviously, last game they won it, and it was tight. So hopefully. That would like switch it over, but hopefully, as the, it's still seven games in, so it's not the uh, end of the world. Three and eight, it's not too bad. But obviously, they're gonna get a couple of tough games, so we'll see how they go from there with defense. Mm-hmm. I I think like I know Inzia like to talk about this a lot is where the last player kind of needs to have the ball, right? Like the best player needs to have the ball in the last few minutes, because even if you don't score the points, you gotta make the clutch play. And as Luke Walton illustrated that he wants to give Ingram, he wants to give Kuzma a little bit more attention. So do you think LeBron should still have the ball even though they're trying to give these guys confidence? Or how do you guys think this should run? I think, like Wasim said, it is early. So maybe it is fair to give the other people's chances. But LeBron, like, I don't know. Like, I've never seen, like, I, like that great player on that team not have the ball in the, end of the like, last minute. Yeah, He's supposed to have the ball in his hand. Like he's supposed to have and make the play. Like he's supposed to be making the plays. But but do you guys do you guys think if it wasn't the Dallas, these guys would have not given the ball to LeBron earlier? Like I think I think the only reason why they wanted to try different things is because it's the Dallas Mavericks and they don't care. They I like think, like they know LeBron could go into the bucket at any given moment. I think it helped that it was Dallas for them not to lose the game because I feel like the season for Lakers is gonna be sort of an audition season, but they still want to make it to the playoffs. Because, like, they want to see who plays with LeBron. Because, obviously, they're going to have the cap space to get a superstar next season. But they still want to be good this season. So, they're testing to see who can play better with LeBron. Kuzma's been killing it with LeBron. Lonzo's been killing it with LeBron. But I feel like, at the end of the game, Luke gets his bench players wrong on the rotation. And he's yet to find which players should close with LeBron. I think the nerves might be getting. Like, Kuzma struggled uh, uh, in closing with LeBron. Same with Ingram, yet they're killing it with him during the game. But I think the last few minutes, there's a struggle with the youth. But I feel like it's something that will get better with experience. I mean, for Laker fans, you kind of have to be sort of optimistic about this team and what they're putting up so far. Because even though in their losses, it hasn't been any blowouts, really. It's just been like really close games, and like something happens like in the last six points, and obviously, like you wouldn't want them to like, you know, not compose and like fail. But you you gotta you gotta be happy about the results they're putting out. Oh yeah, like offensive wise, they're really good, and like the problem with is it defense and it's coachable. Like right now, they're one of the worst seven teams in defense. For sure. They don't even have to be one of the top seven teams in defense. Yeah, they just have to find like. They should have to be in the middle. Yeah. Because offensively, they're the top seven teams. Yeah. They just need to be better defensively. Yeah. Which is coachable. So I think by games, hopefully, they will just improve. Again, very early. 
people don't overreact. Relax. It's a new team. Yeah, for sure. Wait it up. But it's LeBron, so we got to overreact. Yeah, of course. Definitely. You know, 100%. Gotta get the hot takes in. You know? We have to analyze after every game. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shout out, Skip. Shout out, Shannon, for all the nice contact. All right. Uh, moving on from the Lakers. Look, I thought Spurs is going to be the team in the West that's not going to make playoffs. What? I know they're historically have been always in the playoffs, but like, you know, do you if, even know Pop? <laughs> listen, if there was a team that's going to drop for Lakers and Denver to go in, I thought Minnesota and the Spurs, just because, you know, losing Kawhi, like losing Parker, losing Manu, and even, so many losses. And, and even know, last Manu. season, they struggled. So it would have yeah. made sense it, for them to but struggle. But the only season. reason they struggled last season is because of the whole Kawhi drama. Right, like now that they have somebody that's actually playing instead they, of Kawhi sitting out, they've also lost Manu and Tony uh, Parker. Those are huge pieces for their not only their team but their legacy. Right, I understand that, and they, they lost what they're called like um, like their their leaders, maybe for example. But that Pop just finds those guys to plug in at any given moment, and then they just become good players because he is that good of a coach. All that Pop needs is his. Two key pieces, and he'll work magic around them. He's club, club oh, basketball, yeah. Oh, because wow. he makes makes any if, if player if, on his. If everything he's like Pep Guardiola right now, I mean, don't know. Ferguson, yeah. he's younger, but... Ferguson. Uh, maybe Ferguson. Ferguson, 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 Ferguson would be a good Ferguson. Name. Yeah, sorry. All right, okay, but go, going back, uh, shout out Manu Ginobili. He's he's getting his jersey retired. Congratulations, San Antonio. Big congrats. Would love to have you on the podcast someday. You know, hit us up. Is he is he the best Argentinian athlete of he, all time? He is the fourth best Argentinian athlete of all time, Wait, behind what? Messi, Maradona, Raquelme. Who? That is a fact. Let's see who's Raquelme. Uh, yeah, is just with the bias of soccer. Uh, There's no bias here. It's a fact. I I spit facts. Period. Okay. No. Fire. Super hot fire. Raquelme. Okay. Sure. Fourth. Let's okay. ignore the soccer players and focus on DeRozan. That's where it's at right Look, now. Uh, DeRozan for me, like I don't know. How Pop is managing to do this with him, but DeRozan has stepped up his assist game. He is top five in the league in assists per game, and he's averaging seven point three assists per game. Like DeRozan has always been a player that's you know good. At, that will get you the points. That will get you the points, and that will close the game. But he he wasn't never known for his assist game. That's true. And now he's dishing. He's finding the open player, and it's just great to see what Pop is able to do with these kind of players. Right? It's a system. Yeah. It is a system, right? And like it's so undervalued in today's league where it's like carried by stardom, right? Like you know what I'll give you is I did not expect it to work this well for San Antonio because meaning, uh, uh, because they're two they're, superstars, they're mid-range players. That's that's the biggest reason why. And you would think they would overlap in their skill set. Lamarcus exactly. Aldridge and DeRozan are mid-range players. But I don't know, somehow they made it work. And for some for a team with two superstars that don't shoot a whole lot of threes. Also, you got you gotta keep in mind. San Antonio Spurs basically has no point guard right now. They they found that that new kid. He's the he's replacing the he's starting at the point guard. Well, but, Dejounte got injured. Yeah, yeah, but they they have a like. Bro, Pop just does his thing. He just mm-hmm. finds a random point guard <laughs> and makes him an elite point guard, and that's what he's been doing right now. And Demar Derozan, like you said, he's averaging a career high in assists. He's taking over that load. And it's just part of the system. That's the way they play. They just share the ball till they find the right the open guy. And then that guy will pass to an even more open guy. And that guy will drain the shot. That's a, that's just how it goes with San Antonio. And they have decent support around them, DeRozan and Alderidge. Rudy Gay is pretty decent. He is Murray. really good. Yeah, for sure. Like, they have like a lot of players to look forward to. It's just 
honestly, I'm just shocked. Like, I thought, like, for sure they're going to be a team that's going to challenge to get into the playoffs, but so far they've proved the opposite. You they know? started off well compared to the other teams in the West. For sure, right? And I, I think that, go, like, credit goes to Pop for his, like, ability to kind of dissect his players' strengths and weaknesses and kind of bring out the best in them and their system. So, honestly, like, props to Spurs, and I don't think I'll ever doubt them to make the playoffs ever again, as long as Pop is coaching. Uh, moving on to Houston. So, Ahmed, last week you said shout-out to Carmelo. Honorable mention. He might honorable be six mention. men. Honorable mention. All right. Which is not a legitimate mention. <laughs> well, no, don't go back on your Okay, mind. no, no. I'm not I'm not saying anything. Uh, like, we, we should not disrespect Carmelo Anthony. No, we for should who disrespect him. No, no. Carmelo Anthony is a great player. He has, like, his prime, his, his all-time scoring. He will go in the Hall of Fame. He's that type of guy. He's that good. But right now, they're just in the mix of trying to figure it out. And I think, like, the record for Houston is misleading because of the fact that for a couple of games, they had Chris Paul out, and now they have James Harden out. And so that's why they're catching a couple of L's now. But once everybody's back, once everybody's healthy, and once all the trade rumors are done with, or whatever trades they make, they'll just be a significantly better team. I think we're just waiting on that. Houston will turn around. Um, I'm not overreacting about Houston. I think they'll figure it out. They're a great team. They still have the MVP, Chris Paul, who's an elite point guard. Uh, Melo, who's an elite scorer. Eric Gordon is an elite scorer off the bench. See, like, I'm going to stop you right there, right? Like, you are judging Melo on his previous performances as, like, in the Denver Nuggets or Knicks, right? But what we're seeing from him right now, he's not that kind of player. He just simply isn't, right? And, like, even even in the game against the Clippers, right, just Melo alone, he gave up 32 points in advanced analytics against them. 32 points, one player. Yeah, that was a bad game, though. How are you going to give up 32 points? He is a defensive black hole. He will get you nowhere. Yeah, but then he dropped 24 the game before. It doesn't matter. Even D'Antoni, he said he does not have the pieces that make him able to do that. He calls that switch everything defense, right? And that's his style. It is a style. But, but how is he going to switch with everything when he has Melo? What's he, like, I, are you, you pro-Melo or anti-Melo? See... I don't like Melo, but I haven't like watched him in his speak to say. But it's I think it's unfair to like blame everything on Melo. I think it's many things that are making Houston bad Thank at you. the moment. Yeah. Like PJ Tucker and Eric Gordon are not the same as last year. They lost obviously Ariza and Mbamute. They also lost one of the defensive coach that no one talks about it. Yeah, that's huge. I like and as he as Ahmed said, Harden and uh, Paul only played two games together this whole season. One came back from the special, the other got injured. So they've only played two games together. Exactly. And I don't think Carmelo Anthony would have played as many minutes if Paul didn't get suspended and, and James uh, Harden, Harden got injured. injured. Exactly. He would have not played this many minutes. Yeah, and Melo will benefit from the fact of having Paul and Harden looking for him together. When all three of them are on the court together, Melo will get better shots and they'll just play better offensive game. That's all what it is. I think when everybody's healthy, they'll just play better. They just lost too many defensive pieces. Like, they've only lost, I don't know how many games, but they didn't lose too many last year compared to this year. But they just need they need to look for a defensive player during the trade. Obviously, if they get Jimmy Butler, that's what the rumor is, that will change everything. I think that'll be huge for them. And that's why I'm pushing for this trade so much for both sides, right? Luckily, like, you know, if you're worried as a Houston fan, luckily you have Daryl Morey, one of the greatest GMs in the league. So, like, 
he's able to make these kind of trades that and he's able to look for like what's lacking and what they need and make that trade possible. Yeah, this team won't be the team for Houston at the end of the season. Uh, yeah, something will I be agree. different. I agree. Yeah, that's that, yeah. that definitely changed something. And you know what? They still got Brandon Knight that's coming back. So we'll see how that turns out. Brandon, who? That that guy. That guy that got dunked on by DeAndre Jordan. The meme. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that guy. Man, that guy caught like few. The oh, guy yeah, that got yeah. crossed over by Kyrie too. Yeah. He's the guy that missed the open layup. That guy that yeah. missed that open layup against yeah. Brooklyn, or was he playing for Brooklyn? Okay. I think he was playing for Brooklyn. Poor guy. guy. <laughs> yeah, no, I think in two years he caught like five major. Oh rounds. yeah, 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 man. Rest in peace. All right, coming up next, we're gonna discuss Portland and exactly what's going on right for them and why they're winning so many games. Uh, the Boston Bucks game that just happened and Bucks losing their first game of the season. Uh, the boogie, boogie possibly not coming back next year for the Warriors. And we'll see who had the best costume for Halloween. Stick around. And we're back. So jumping right into it. Look, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to the Portland Trailblazers, Rip City, and just how amazing they've been doing Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum have been killing it. Like, what is what are they averaging with him? Lillard is averaging 29 uh, points, four rebounds, six assists. McCollum is not shy off, and he's averaging 20 points. Like, I, in my opinion, like, these guys have always been regular season wet. Great. They're wet. They're sick. Yeah, they're wet. Not in the playoffs, though, no? Um, they, they I, think, just... I think they just had a bad run last year. I, I don't know exactly what happened. They got swept. The biggest, the biggest problem Swept with by the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you what the biggest problem is. Uh, their offense is so guard dependent that once you have two people that will guard their point guard and like Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum, aka Rondo and Drew Holiday, these guys lock them down. They have nobody else to create offense, and that's that's where they're lacking right now. They need that third piece, and they thought they got that with Joseph Nurkic, but. You know, he's balling out for them. He's being an, uh, an efficient center, but he's still not that guy. He started off well this season. I'll see if he keeps going, but he started off well this no, season. No, he's playing well. I have him on my fantasy team, too. And, you know, like, for example, today he dropped 20 on nine shots. He made seven of them. That's good. That's yeah, very that's efficient, good, good right? Numbers. But, again, he's not that guy that you will give him the ball and create offense at the fourth post up. Like, he'll, he'll give you a move or something. So if Damon Lillard or CJ McCollum are off, who do you go to? Like if somebody's guarding them, like where do they give the ball to? But right now, you know what? Regular season, they're hot. They're wet. I love what they're doing. Damon Lillard still killing the game. This guy's still rapping on the side. Dame Dollar, keep killing it. Do you think it's sustainable for them to continue at this pace of like I, I, these games? But, or but they've think? been sustainable for some time now. Like for, for the last three seasons, they've been doing the exact same so thing. So they're a playoff team in your eyes? Yeah, 100%. Just wait till KD comes to Portland and drops six. Yeah, KD hates Portland. He's gonna drop. Not even Portland. He hates he McCollum, McCollum too because of the podcast. the podcast. He's gonna drop sixty. Yeah, I'm gonna smile too, even though I hate KD. Thing, I, I, I don't know. know how to properly analyze these guys. Right on one hand, I like watch their games and I just like I'm in awe of what Damian Lillard's able to do every day. See, that th- what helps the team itself is that nothing, uh, not many things changed. Yeah, compared to the other team in the West. They have to like figure out chemistry for sure. See what work, what's working for sure. Portland most most likely stayed the same, yeah, and that's what's helping them wise. Yeah, like a lot of people in the debut of LeBron against Portland, some a lot of people thought the Lakers were gonna win, 
But the Lakers are like pretty new. Yeah. While Portland were a third team seed last season. Yeah, and nothing and, and nothing changed. Yeah, so there, exactly. it was an expected win for Portland, and they've been killing it this season. So uh, part of their success has just been like consistency, consistency, consistency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they know each other's tendencies and kind of like okay, that 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 could very well be it. And like, I don't know what their ceiling is. I don't know. I don't know if it's like a Western Conference final team or no. I don't. I don't think they're there yet. I think there's still a lot of teams that will beat them in the playoffs, but they'll also be a problem for a lot of teams in the playoffs. Does that make sense? All I'm gonna say is, if something happens between Portland and like you know Lillard wants out, don't be shocked if Lonzo and KCP get traded for Lillard. I could see that. I could see Lillard going to LA. I don't know if Lakers Lill- fans want that though. Jeez, Lillard man. wanted to play for LeBron uh, with LeBron for some time and now. Same with LeBron. LeBron and LeBron, LeBron shouted out Lillard. That was a rumor in the early in the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and you know what? I think Lillard is the type of guy LeBron wants to have on his team right now. I think that depends if they get swept again in the playoffs because I think they will make it to the playoffs. Yeah, it just it depends if they get swept again, then that might cause some problems. Well, well, sure. Why would you want to lose Lonzo though? Well, uh, it's still like a huge piece. So he's pretty good. Not even pretty good. He's unreal. That's that's the thing, right? Like, but you you lose unreal and you get amazing. Get on, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Lillard right now is there, right? Because he, he's, LeBron wants to win now. Like, yeah. Who cares about LeBron? LeBron? We care about Lakers. No, Lakers, Lakers and LeBron both want to win now. No, but the yeah. Lakers yeah, obviously, of course. Yeah. But in the Lakers' perspective, they want to win second season. Even Magic kind of focused on the second season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I can see that because because they don't have a lot of success in this off season. And you you have to think about it. LeBron might not be the same in two years, so they have to aim for next year. You know, this year, next year, like you gotta make moves for these kind of because years. the third year LeBron and fourth year LeBron, the Lakers, you're pushing it. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Do you guys like? I actually think that Lakers have a chance of winning a title in the next four years. Yes. Oh yeah. Really. They're, I'll tell you. I'll okay. tell you why. Because this is the last year the Warriors stick together. Yeah, because KD's gonna leave. KD's I think, leaving. I could. Yeah, but still. I can see that. Clay Thompson to Lakers next year. Clay oh, Thompson man. could leave. If, I'm not if, oh, it's oh, not okay, okay, okay. Hold up. Hold up. If, if KD stays with the Warriors yeah. and Clay Thompson leaves to LA, LA wins. LA wins or Warriors win. <laughs> Warriors LA win. LA wins. LA wins. LA wins. <laughs> LA wins. If Clay if Thompson Cl- plays with LeBron James, well, Clay dropping sixty on no dribbles. KD and Steph Curry are still better, and Green. Think about that. Okay. Everyone forgets about Green. The Lakers No, no, nobody's forgetting about Green. Yeah, exactly. Right. Here's the thing. But LeBron dropped fifty-one against against Clay, Steph, and KD and Green. No, no, no. Here, here's where you have to like. This is why I think the matchup favors Lakers. If LA gets Clay, you are putting Clay Thompson, arguably second best shooter of all time, with uh, LeBron James, arguably best assister of all time. He will that find Clay disrespect. and put him in the shooting pocket every single game, and their like chemistry will be off the roof because Clay is a catch and shoot guy. Okay, put him in any system, he's gonna catch and shoot. Okay, but think about Katie and uh, Curry. In the last what two years they've been together? Three years? Yeah. Look, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, if they stay four years, five years. That like that chemistry is getting even better, go, go and they're already but, but unbelievable. So Who's better, LeBron or KD? LeBron. Right now, uh, you can argue between KD and LeBron. Oh, you can argue oh, now. You can argue. Yeah. You, can argue, argue okay. now. you can argue. Oh, you're, you're saying that LeBron is sometimes is way I'm better. I'm speaking KD's language now. <laughs> <laughs> is no, this skip? No. Do you honestly <laughs> think that LeBron is that much better? If you can, if you think LeBron is better, there's no. I I say okay, okay. Here's I think KD's still thing. there. 
I could I could see why you think KD is better than LeBron just because of the numbers. Right now, right now, right now, right now. No, no, because second. of the numbers he's been putting up, no. and the fact that KD won back to back NBA Finals MVP. Look, and you guys are not thinking about this. And, and he took the shot, but how much easier it is to take that shot when you have Clay Thompson. Yeah. Steph Curry. Yeah. Javon McGee putting in work. This, this spacing in it's, Golden State is so unreal that KD is benefiting offensively in ways okay. we can't imagine. Do you like, think like, that okay, KD's okay, never close and not even the same level as LeBron? He's close. He's, he's close, close, but I don't think he's on the same level. And, like, and, and okay, here's the thing. There's different tiers in the NBA. There's S tier, LeBron, and then there's A tier. No, not anymore. KD, not anymore. It's Kawhi, not anymore. Curry. That was before. No. That was LeBron and KD, happening. then Steph Curry, then you have the rest. No. See, That's how it is. No. Now you're going to put. Anthony Davis with Steph Curry. The disrespect yeah. to the greatest, the second Look, most influential AD player in history. better than Curry this season. What? A- Anthony Davis is better than Curry this Okay, year. let's not disrespect Steph Curry. He's I'm not disrespecting him. I'm respecting AD. Who, who's the best shooter of all time? Steph Curry. Who's the greatest player of all time? Uh, nah, he was <laughs> Michael Jordan. <laughs> I was had him. I was had him. <laughs> he just lost. No, no, okay, you really think that Katie's not even like the same level? Right now, I'll tell, I'll tell you why. No, you, you already think so. No, 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 I'm, no, no. I'm not saying he's on the same level, but I'm saying I'm saying LeBron's better. Okay, but that's okay. But it's close. That's okay. And the only but, the only thing, I'll, okay, how about this? KD can win two more championships with Golden State, but LeBron's chip with the Cavs is still is still weighs more. Oh my god! Than the four that KD wins. Oh and Dirk's chip I don't know with the Mavs okay. still weighs more know. than Kevin Durant's. But still, he has and more. I, I, in the eyes of every NBA player that ever played a game. In terms of legacy, yes. Yeah, in terms of legacy. Okay. And everybody would rank LeBron. A chip's still a chip, though. A chip's still a chip, but the chip that Dirk got, that's a heavy chip. That's a heavy chip. The chip that LeBron got, game seven, dropping David. 40, yeah. almost jamming it on Draymond at the end. Ooh. That's a happy this season, chip. This season, who are you taking on your team? Kevin Durant or LeBron James? LeBron James. <laughs> but but that's the thing. What? You only say Kevin Durant, but now... How can I, you I, I would Kevin only Durant. judge Kevin Durant better if he plays and wins on a different team. On a less stacked team. Exactly. You can't, you can't go you, to a you team that won 72 games. Who are they playing with? Kevin Durant is benefiting that every defender is trying to guard Curry. They're trying to stop this guy from dropping 50. I can't deny that. Him. I know. No, no, but he literally... <laughs> Who's LeBron t- benefiting from? Lonzo? But that's always been Let's something against Le- LeBron. LeBron doesn't have his teammates. LeBron doesn't have this. No, no, but, but LeBron never joined a 72 winning game. Uh, 73. Oh, but no one is saying that Kitty's uh, better than him overall. I'm saying this moment... You were trying to make that point. I was never saying that. I'm saying right now, this second. This, this moment second. on earth. This second. Not ever, overall. Are you crazy? Okay. but I would second. never say that. LeBron James is second greatest player of all time. Uh, period. Before, okay. And before he won't go down on, under that. I'll just say this. If LeBron... If you take KD out and you put LeBron in Golden State, LeBron is going to benefit way more than KD is right now. You know what Curry. LeBron's going to do? He's going to make everyone spot-up shooters. Because like, that's how he does every single time. And that's amazing. Every single... What time. better spot-up shooters you, would you want uh, to have? Look what he did to Kevin Love. The, the LeBron yeah, that's what they wanted from Kevin Love. But Kevin Love in Minnesota is LeBron, way better than Kevin you. Love in Cleveland. Yeah, but Kevin that. Love with Cleveland got injured a lot. Every time he went to get to the post, his back was hurting. Every yeah. single every single play, every single game, LeBron just I, has the ball 20 tra- seconds, goes in the... In the but they, tried to, the, feed, they tried to feed Love. And throws it. Man, Stop. LeBron James does not make his team's teammates better. Oh my! Okay, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Relax. Topic, I'm uh, kidding. Wait, come on, Skip. Has, 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 has come on, Skip. <laughs> Take no. off the mask. If, if, if I was a G, if I was a GM right now, I'd be like, okay, 
I'm going to take Kiri for two things. He's better and he's younger, period. That's it. That's all I think. But if you think LeBron James is better, cool. I don't mind that. <laughs> They're in the same level. Okay. While we're, we're on the Warriors, let's discuss uh, what Steve Kerr said about Bogey. Yeah, so Steve Kerr in an interview said that they don't have the money to re-sign Boogie. Uh, at the don't. end of the day, and they don't, right? If Boogie comes back healthy and re becomes this elite center, then who like he, the guy's gonna look for a max contract. But they, if KD leaves, don't they have the money then? Or are they gonna offer it to Clay or Draymond? They're gonna offer it to Clay. They wanna keep Clay, right? Well, the only way they can sign Boogie if Clay leaves or Durant leaves. It yeah. has to be one or the other. I wanna see Clay in another team. So, I, I, I would, I would love to see him with LeBron James. Honestly, that. that's a good match. Yeah, that would be such yeah, yeah. a good That'd team. Be, yeah. That'd be a Because he is, like, technically a he, spot-up shooter. He's like, literally the much. best, like, match for LeBron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that would have been so good if these so, guys could play together. On the 14 po- the three-pointers that he made, Clay Thompson only dribbled seven times. Yeah, yeah. That's him. That's him. That's, that's Clay Thompson. That's like, always been him. It's ridiculous like yeah, to so. think that such, like, low ball control, and he's still able to produce. He's, he's built perfectly for... He, he's perfect just, perfectly for form, any team. His yeah, form is put so him nice. in any team, put him in anything. This guy is beast. And you know what? He's still one of the best defenders in the league. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. people forget to mention that. Yeah. yeah. He, he still walks quality. down your best player, and it goes and drops thirty on you. Yeah. He has no problem doing that. And he's not selfish. Like he sees KD Curry drop like fifty, forty, and he doesn't care. Man, that team is really selfless. Like. It's crazy. Yeah, for sure. That's the best part about them. Yeah, that's the best part about them. No more. Anyways, just play ball. Moving on to the Boston Bucks game that just happened with Bucks losing the first game of the season. And look, as a Bucks fan for this season, (laughs) I'm pretty devastated. I wanted them to go undefeated for the entire season. I knew it won't happen. (laughs) No, look. Listen, where would you rate the Bucks in the East first? No. Third. Don't no. give me Raptors. Man. No. What's wrong with you? No. What do I hear from you, man? <laughs> Raptors are better, period. No. Boston and Celtics. Yeah. No. Period. No. Giannis is the best player in the East, number one. No, he's not. <laughs> he's, he's not. He's winning MVP number two. He's they have not. the best coach in the East. Okay. With Don't Mike disrespect the boss. No. Please. Uh, yeah. Brad Stevens? Yeah. I respect him. Brad Stevens is the best coach in the but East. But for this year, you're going to see Mike Bodenholzer, my boy from Germany. He's going to... Oh, buddy. If he does not want win Coach of the Year, come back to me. It's eight games in. Relax. How are you going to say Coach of the Year already? Because I know. We made that prediction. We made that prediction. But I could see it. But Brad Stevens is still a better coach. He is a better coach. But this season, you're going to see why Mike Bordenholzer is the best coach. How about this? How about this? How about this? Boston Celtics started 2-2. They won two. They lost two. And now they went four games undefeated. They could go on the same run that, that the Bucks just went on. Sure, and they have no problem doing that. Sure, and they're still the better. The better team is the Boston Celtics, and I still think no. it, I think Celtics are going to win Celtics. the East. How can you argue that Celtics, Celt- are Celtics are going to win the East? They have a deeper team. They yeah. have more talent. I'll they're give bigger. You, I'm giving you but, all of these points, but when push comes to shove, you're going to see why Milwaukee Bucks is coming out of the East. No, 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 no. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard's coming out of the East. That's what's going to happen. It's going to Boston Celtics are winning the East. And they're going to see the Raptors in the conference final. And then Kawhi Leonard is going to go off. And that's just how it's going to go. And this is no Raptor bias at all. This is just pure basketball. Raptors and Celtics are better. Here's why Boston will beat the Bucs, even in playoffs. The difference between them, I believe, is three-point shooting. 
like Boston today just shot, shot out, shot out the they, made, they made a record. They, it's a, they, it's a beat, home they record. beat the Boston record with 24 threes. They almost broke the NBA record that was 25. Yeah. yeah. Like, is that by the Cavaliers, yeah. by the way? Like, they can shoot out the Bucks, which they did today. Yo, and they, they have no problem. They have the three-point record. What? Don't they? No, they don't. Cavs have it. Yeah, they probably went off the one time. Doesn't matter. They'll, they'll beat it. They'll find a record. They'll beat it. Don't worry. For sure. But as Ahmed said, they're, uh, they're just... Boston are more stacked. Even their benches. They're deeper. Deep. They deeper. go deep. Here's the thing about the... The the Bucks. It goes Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Eric Bledsoe's in, like he's a he's not even that good of a player. I like he was. He's athletic. He can jam it. Back in his Clipper days, he was nice. But he he made a big mistake down the stretch. Can I ask you something? Can Fine. I just ask you something? Yeah. I'm just gonna ask you one question. Okay. okay. How many Bucks games have you watched this season? This season <laughs> one. Oh, yeah, how are you talking? Highlights. What do you mean? Because you mean? Eric no, Bledsoe no. is not that nice. Brogdon should never won the Rookie of the Year. I don't know how we won that. And who else? It's Chris Middleton and Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's the team. Look, you, we will see why Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to win MVP this year, why Mike Bonohose is going to win Coach of the Year, and why boy Chris Middleton is going to ball the F out. Just watch. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Steph Curry, the... The greatest show of all time. It's going to win uh, the scoring record this year. He's going to win the scoring title this year. He's going to win MVP this year. Really? Yeah. I, I, I still don't think I, I think I think whatever he's doing right now is sustainable. And yeah. I think the rest of the Warriors will not take away from his shots. All right. I'm going to have to rewind. I'm going to have to rewind. The Curry fan thinks he, Steph Curry is not going to win MVP. No, the only reason I think so is because of the bias of the media. Because you're going to say, oh, he has a stack team. Oh, he has KD. He has you know what? Thompson. You know what? Cool, he has them. But I look what that. he drops. This is historic numbers. Let me say the numbers right now, this second. Is he the most valuable player in the, the league, though? Oh, that is you correct. take out Steph Curry out of that team, <laughs> they don't win anything. They win No, no, no. They No, number one seed. They number one seed. They won't win the championship. No, no, no. They cannot. The red team, because Curry... Thompson and Green could not win the okay. NBA title. What happened to Kiri before? They always had him before. He went to the final and got what? Killed by LeBron James. Okay, you're talking now, in 2011. Yeah. But you know what? They, they I don't care. They, okay, hold on. Can I just look though? Let me see the numbers. Steph Curry is averaging. Ooh, uh, that Susan voice. Fe- okay. uh, field goal percentage 50%. Ooh. Three point 53. Oh, okay. God. And free, uh, free throw percentage 90. Kill him. On 33 points per game. <laughs> what? DeAndre Jordan has 85% of free throws. Yeah. Cool. Okay. That's yo, not yo, sustainable. Yo, shout out shout out DJ for actually killing the free throw game. I wonder what happened. I actually I'm Look, surprised. From going I'm amazed. from career 48% free throw shooting to 80 something right now. What? That's crazy. You know what? I need a and shooting coach's number. Props to him. Props to him. I'll, I'll give him Send him to that. LeBron. But you, you know what? I don't LeBron think that's needs sustainable. that free throw coach. I, I don't think that's sustainable. I actually yeah, think yeah. as the season no. goes on, we'll I go think, back to his meme. Look, if you watch the games that DJ's playing in, and even if you watch his shot form during the free throws, he has a rhythm and he's been keeping up that rhythm for every free throw. He's been consistent. He grabs it. the ball, he t- like hugs it really hard, bounces hard, bounces hard, looks up, bounces hard again, and then takes a shot. Same thing every single game. Rhythm, watch man. it. That's that's why uh, Westbrook's uh, free throw has been whack lately. Right. Last year. It's because they couldn't allow because Westbrook two years ago, um, before he takes the free throw, he'd go all the way back to half court, 
and then just part of his walk and he'd go up to the free throw line, bounce, bounce, shoot. Now he can't do that. And apparently that like that extra walk just messes up with him no more. Uh, yeah, it's it's all part of the rhythm, right? Yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. If you've been doing the same thing for the last 20 years of your life and now you can't do it anymore, it's just going to mess you up a little. For sure. Put a blindfold on Curry and then still make it. It's pretty yeah, scary. Straight up, no. Straight up, no. Curry, what do you mean, Curry's no? Win MVP. Curry's won MVP. Hassan, he can have no arms and he'll still be one on one. Look, I'm so confident that Curry's not winning this MVP. I'm right. willing to put it, one on It's hard to win the MVP when you're not the best player on the team. Yeah. No, 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 no. You can make the argument. You can make that argument. Hold on, hold on. You can make that argument. Sure, Katie's better. Sure, we can say that. It was more valuable. Stephen Curry has always been more valuable, period. But not to Katie, sure, is better. What? Huh? The second most influential player in the history of NBA. Who's the first? Michael Jordan. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no what, what about That's AI? What about AI? Does, okay, Ahmed, Ahmed, think about it. Who changed the whole game completely to a three-point game? Who, when you go to the gym and want, go to the uh, YMCA, who do you see uh, three-point shots from mid-court? They're saying, Curry boy, whatever, stuff, Curry saying, boy. That's all they do. This is the second most influential player in history. Michael Jordan is first because he had that, what, he, I think he had I the logo <laughs> first. He's unbelievable. Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time, and LeBron James will never surpass him. Yeah, that's for you, LeBron James fanboys. He will never surpass the, him. The, the anger when Where, you where's the mute button? Out. Yeah, my huh? Where's the mute button on this thing? <laughs> 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 all right. Uh, move on, move all on, right. move on. Yeah, anyways, anyways, Boston Celtics are a better team than the Bucks. It's going to be between Toronto and the Bucks, depending on oh, the playoff Celtics, ranking to Celtics, see who Celtics, the Celtics. No, 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 to see who plays the final with the Celtics. No, no, I still, I still think regardless, Toronto can beat the Bucks on any given day, and, and that, that's Boston, debatable. Boston can beat the the Bucks on any given day. Kawhi's the, a beast. You know, you know what's annoying about the East right now? The Wizards. They've been disappointed. Dead oh, last. No, no, we're not talking. Look. Teams that deserve no attention, we're not gonna talk about them. We'll talk. We'll talk about them later. Wizards has like no. I'm They've sorry. Been we're bad. not talking about that team. Yeah. Anyways, to end off this episode, I wanted to see what you guys thought or who do you think had the best costume for this Halloween? Josh Hart. Why? Why? Uh, because I like the office. That's why. Oh, uh, he had the Dwight Schrute costume. The best show. So that's of all a time. lame costume. Okay, stop it. That no, not because of anything. Not because of anything. Not not that against the office, but like it's just a suit. I mean, like, man, you got it's, money. Bolo! Like, what are you doing? It's like, a suit and a briefcase at the end of the day. Yeah, like, literally, man. Like, come on, bro. Just He's like, Dwight's shoe is iconic. It's, a, it's an icon. You know, yeah. pop culture yeah. icon, you know, you won't get it. I, the reason why I won't get it is because uh, Bane was the best costume. He was uh, Harden? Harden, yeah. Wasim, who do you have for best costume? My man, JaVale. JaVale? The Grinch. The Grinch? The Grinch? Yeah. Christmas that was, came early, man. Uh, that, was, that was not bad, actually. That was not bad. But Bane, what you guys think of Norman Powell and um, Victor Oladipo? Okay. Both wearing uh, uh, Black, the, Panther. The Black Panther. Black Panther costume. Wakanda forever. Norman Powell killed it. And yeah, see that on the on the Insta page. But Oladipo, you have money. Just go buy a costume not from the dollar store. Why did it look so like cheap? That's it's why they're millionaires. <laughs> they're cheap. Uh, no, no, but yeah. but you know what it is. It, he was wearing like a more baggy one, right? Norman Powell actually bought one with like, like, like armor, armor like, muscles. Yeah. It just looked dope. It looked dope. For and me, Aldip was just skinnier and just with like, yeah. But Aldip was jacked though, still. Yeah. Shout homie. out to all the people that wore a money heist costume. Oh, good Real show. homies. Really good show. No, it's actually Very good overrated. Show, <sighs> money heist is overrated. 
Okay. Controversial opinion. Okay, like and yeah, maybe like Friends is overrated. That's what? overrated. You oh like Friends? Oh my god! This guy's doing it for the drama now. That's it. Yeah, I'm done. All right, I'm walking out. This is me walking out. I'm done. Friends is a fact that it's the most overrated show in the history of television. Stop! Stop! No podcast. We're done. That's it. All right. Thank you. I I wanted to thank Wasim and Ziad for coming on this episode. That this was like really funny and like just quick shout out to you guys. You know, for sticking around. No problem. Anytime. Thank you, Hassan, for having us on. I will hopefully in the future come on and talk about Steph Curry's legacy in the game. Thank you for having me. Steph Curry for MVP. And that he has no legacy. All right. We'll catch you next week where we're going to be talking about more basketball and more men dribbling down a court. Catch you then. Deuces. Peace out. Peace.